1: And welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. This is your host, Heather Bayer, firmly back in Ontario, Canada. And with typical Ontario, actually, no, it's not typical Ontario December weather. Because I would normally expect a little bit of snow at this time of year in December. But in fact, no, it's dark, um, cloudy, gloomy, rainy. I'm really wishing I was back down in Gulf Shores, walking along the soft, silky, sandy beach and dipping my toes in the water. Seems like a long time ago now, but in fact, it was only three days. But c'est la vie. I'm home again for Christmas. Actually, I'm only home for seven weeks. And then we're back down to Florida again for another month. So I can't complain. I really cannot whine and moan about the weather up here. When I'm going to be back down in the sunshine again before too long. And in fact, there is some snow forecast next week. And once that comes, it's it will it will all be feel very Christmassy and just super nice to to be back here. So, what do I have on the agenda today? Well, in episode 206, that's four ago, I spoke to my friend Jason Beaton about uh, building an email list and said that that was going to be the first in a series of uh, podcast interviews with Jason on creating a digital marketing strategy. So this week, I've corralled Jason again to talk about lead magnets. And it's something that I'm really excited about at the moment because I've been creating a lot of lead magnets recently, uh, I have a fabulous graphic designer who will turn around a a four or five page lead magnet in about twelve hours. Uh, Kelly does a fabulous job on these. This is for um, my property management company, and we 're creating a lot of lead magnets to to encourage new owners to get onto our mailing list so that we can send them some interesting information on how to, uh, how to prepare their property for rental, etc. In the hope that over a period of time, they'll decide that they feel really confident in us as a property management company and that they'll put their properties um, with us. They'll register their cottages. But creating lead magnets for that purpose is, is only one of the things we do. We are currently working on creating a lot more of these um, resources for the travelers, for the people that actually come to our company looking for a vacation in cottage country. And we're using these, uh, these lead magnet resources to encourage them to leave us their email address so that we can send them more information on different things that are happening up here in cottage country. So I've got excited about creating these and and I can do it very, very quickly, very easily. My graphic designer will turn them around quickly. And I wanted to share that with you. I wanted to share some of the information on how we create these, how we get, where we we store them, how we uh, develop them, how we publish them, and the impact that they're having on our audience. And I wanted to include Jason in this because Jason... Has spent so so many years working on this digital marketing strategy that he understands the ins and outs of lead magnet creation much better than I do. In the episode, we're going to be talking about how you find out what your guests are actually looking for. What what sort of um, information resource do you create that's going to be so irresistible that? Your people who come to visit your website are going to give you their email address because that's what it's all about. We want that email address. So I'm going to talk to Jason about the types of lead magnet that prove irresistible, how to create a professional one. It's far more than than just creating a quick Word document and converting it to PDF. We're also going to talk about the difference between um, blog post content and lead magnet content. Because they are, they are different, but often you, can, you could look at a lead magnet and think, well, that could have been just a, a blog post. So we're going to discuss that. And then finally, we're going to look at how you create a workflow from the concept of, of what you're going to create to the actual delivery of the resource to your um, subscriber. So without further ado, let's move on over to my interview with Jason Beaton. Well, it's a great pleasure to have um, Jason Beaton with me again today. How are you, Jason? Lovely to talk to you.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. I'm doing great. How are you doing today?
1: I'm doing excellently, thank you, even even with getting back to this really nasty cold weather after eight weeks of Florida and Alabama sunshine.
0: <laughs> well, hopefully your spirits are still bright and shiny.
1: Oh, they are. They are. Actually, I, having lived in having lived in this little tin can, my RV, which is about... I've never measured it, and I've never th- really thought about it, but it's probably no more than sort of 150 square feet, if that, um, to come home to a three and a half thousand square foot home. <laughs> it's really weird. I walked in the door. It's like, oh my god, this place is so huge, and and I'm sort of we're, we're rattling we're rattling around home. in it.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness, that's crazy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it feels It feels really big, and and what we've noticed is Phil sort of. Um, he, he's always talking to me, right? You know, he's always got something to say. And when we're in the RV, he's got a pretty good chance that I'm listening to him. <laughs> so I found
0: <laughs> I since... That, 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 that little captive audience, huh?
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I found since we've got back is that I can hear his voice at one end of the house. And I'm thinking, I wonder who he's talking to. <laughs> and then I'll go down and say, who are you talking to? Oh, I was talking to you. Oh, well, I didn't hear a word you said. <laughs> yeah, it's going to take him a little while to figure out that um, if he needs to say something, he's going to have to come find me. Anyhow, we're, we're, we're back and we, sh- we shall get back to normal before long. So as you know, I'm not sure if, if, if you saw what I've been doing with um, a couple of the podcasts recently and I had had some lead magnets done. And
0: you yeah, sure did,
1: yeah. And you know that Kelly, our graphic designer, does such an amazing job, and she does this fabulous turnaround. I shouldn't do this with her, you know, on a Sunday evening. Send a quick email off, say, <laughs> Kelly, can you do me a quick lead magnet? It needs to go out on Wednesday morning, and and then she comes back Monday saying, "Yeah, I'll work on it today." It's maybe an hour or so later. The first draft drops in my inbox. So if if you've been following the last one or two podcasts, you'll notice that um that. Each one of them had um, had a lead magnet with it. So the idea is uh, somebody's listening to it and they'll come along and think, oh, okay, I'd like to get hold of these resources that Heather was talking about. And they go to the show notes and they click on the resources and they give me their email address. And lo and behold, they are then on my mailing list. And then I'll send them really interesting stuff. But lead magnets have been top of my mind recently. And I know that you're really into this Jason you understand the importance of it which and um, so that's why I wanted to talk to you about lead magnet creation and you know why we do this how we do this and what re- sort of results we can expect.
0: Yeah absolutely and lead, lead magnets is so important to, to building a list and building um, kind of your, your database for your business so yeah, let's dive into it.
1: Yeah, well let's let's start. Let's go back right to the very beginning. So I've been banding around this term lead magnet. Let's let's go way back to the beginning and just, just tell us what is a lead magnet? What the heck are we talking about?
0: Yeah, so a lead magnet in simple terms is, is kinda of like your fishing bait. Um, it's it's going to be that little bit it's either gonna be an ebook, a report, a guide, a list. It's something that um, you're going to give to the prospect when they give you your email address or their email address. Um, it's one of those terms that, that if you haven't heard it yet, you were you, congratulations. You have not heard it <laughs> and you will continue to hear it through, throughout the rest of your, your uh, tenureship as a business owner. Um, you know, a, a great example might be in the real world um, might be that, that coupon you get in the mail to go down to the lo- local store and buy something with a discount. that is really a lead magnet. So um, yeah, there they could be a myriad of things, but the biggest thing to, to kind of keep in mind is that it is that small chunk of value in exchange for contact information.
1: That's excellent because, you know, and I download these things all the time. Um, and it's always, you know, something, I, I'm looking for something, I've got a question in my mind and there it is. There's the answer to it. But in order to get that answer, I have to give up my personal details i have to give up the name and my email address and people aren't that, that comfortable with doing that anymore so you know yeah. are there any secrets to doing this to actually getting a site visitor to to give up those personal details
0: yeah you know uh, i think all of us have been in business long enough that we know uh, what questions were always asked okay um we call them faqs or frequently asked questions it's um Whatever that you know your guest is going to need every single time, that is a great lead magnet. Um, If you're constantly getting asked, what should I pack? Or or, or what's the weather going to be like? That is a great lead magnet. Um, Things that you know the answers to that your your guests are always asking you, those type of things make great lead magnets because you know that's what they're looking for. You know that's some kind of top of mind and, and that's what they're looking for.
1: I've mentioned this one before but I remember years and years ago and it was probably in the early days of of lead magnets um because because what I got was wasn't very professionally produced but it was incredibly interesting and we were going to Sedona and I wanted to know about some hiking trails in Sedona um you know all, all the sort of Lonely Planet and all, all those sorts of Popular guidebooks gave you all the popular hiking trails, but i didn 't want those i wanted I wanted the ones that the you know only the locals knew um, right i do, i don 't want to be hiking with with a gazillion other people and I came across this um, this this website and the um, they were offering actually it was paid it, it, it was it cost me ten dollars but it was oh, wow. the but I happily paid for the top ten secret hiking trails in Sedona, and,
0: yep. you know, and sh- that's that's sh- one more secret. Yeah, sh- is to um, your headline. You you mentioned the secret hiking trails that only the locals know. Yeah, right. So I mean, that's exactly what what a prospect would be looking for, or a potential guest, or the is that exact phrase. So I mean, that, that's that's a great um, little trick right there to make sure your your uh, lead magnets are named. Properly in headlines uh, to make sure that it's, it calls out what it is that uh, your guests are looking for.
1: Yeah, and this this particular one was amazing because we went to Sedona and we we did half a dozen of these hikes, and that that little ebook really delivered because it did take us to these out of the way places and these amazing hikes, and we didn't, you know, maybe one or two people we encountered but it was definitely off the beaten path. And that was exactly what I was looking for. And as I said, I, I have, and this is probably going back eight or nine years, um, happily gave up $10 to, um, to buy that information. So most lead magnets, of course, are free, aren't they? You know, you don't, don't expect people to pay.
0: That's correct. Yep. Most of the time it's, um, it's information that you're willing to depart with in exchange for an email address. That way you can follow back up with them later. So that's, that's typically how, how most lead magnets in our world work.
1: We, we've, we've talked before about lead magnets, you know, said that they have to be valuable. What, what actually makes something, what, what makes a, a giveaway like this valuable?
0: Yeah, you know, I think um, one of the, the key things to, to remember is um, when it comes to lead magnets, to make it valuable – you can't write write a forty page ebook as a lead magnet. It just it, it doesn't work nowadays. People, our society wants kind of those quick wins. So if you can take one quick win, document it either as, as a checklist, a resource, um, a guide, something that can be consumed in five or ten minutes and then action taken upon, that's gonna that's gonna create that winning lead magnet that that uh, people will come back to. And it's, it's funny if if you've ever. Um, had a lead magnet that was super popular. I know that I've found lead magnets that I've loved, and I actually will come back months later and re-opt in to them again because I've forgotten where I put the first one. <laughs> but if you can create something that valuable, um, that's that's what kind of you know creates that winning lead magnet—something that's actionable, quick, easy to consume, um, and leaves them wanting more.
1: Well, that's great news because I think a lot of people think that you know if they're if they're going to produce something of value. Then it has to be lengthy, you know, and, and they don't have time to write a forty-page each book, each book e-book. So right, yeah. So, so knowing that it's much better and it's of greater value if it's something short, it's sweet, it's easy to consume. Then uh, you know, there's there's no reason why we just can't start doing these. And I and I know that from what I was what I've been doing um, recently has just been, you know, really short, sharp, but delivering a, a huge value package. So it's it's like, you know, sort of big thing in a small package.
0: <laughs> yeah, you know, exactly right. Exactly right. It doesn't have to be this big, overproduced, um, um, you know, dog and pony show. It's just, like you said, something simple, something they can consume, take action on, and it leaves them wanting more.
1: Yeah, I just am um, thinking of, of a couple that, um that, um, i've downloaded recently that as, as as you have just said, you go back to over and over again, and one of them was um, the because I went you know I came away with the with with my r v and and I was doing some podcasting when we came away, and I was interested my question was is how can I do recording from my rV with the smallest amount of equipment and and I came across a podcaster who had he he writes a newsletter and to get people to subscribe to his newsletter he was offering a very simple one page list of um all the components of a portable you know, of a mobile podcasting kit and, yeah absolutely and that was absolutely perfect and i i went through the list and i made sure i collected all these things and that you know i would have given my my email address a dozen times for that information so it was as as you said it was easily accessible it was short sweet and easily consumable and of massive value for me it answered you know it it eased my pain point
0: right exactly and and, you know you mentioned that and that's in that specific situation um he was he gave that away um in exchange for the email to get on his newsletter right um, a lot of us think that the phrase "sign up for my newsletter" is a great opt-in or a great lead magnet and, and the truth of the matter is nobody wants any more newsletters. Nobody wants to be um, on your, your your mailing list just for a newsletter. So change that headline to uh, be the first to know of, it, of new vacancies or, or new new properties or new new events in the area. that That's just an easy way to take the exact same box you already have on your website. And just change the name of it. Instead of saying "join our newsletter," say um, "become the first to know of uh, last-second deals and availability." Something like that.
1: Yeah, I love that. And in fact, you and I have talked about this for for Cottage Link Rental Management, and you know how, how we should um, how we should create just that headline to get people to sign up um, because we're actually uh, for, oh, we are we are offering a. Um, a lead magnet in terms of our packing list, um, yes. But we're also, in, but we're not saying subscribe to our newsletter. Give us your email address, and in return, we're going to send you late, late availability and discount information and coupons and, we're, you know, we're we continuing to give value after you uh, after you give us that information.
0: Yep, exactly, and that's uh, and that's a great example of value that's not having to be. Um, you know, pre-pre-produced pre, like in a PDF or something. There is value in just simply being the first to know. So that's that's a great example of just changing your headline, just changing the name of something uh, to help increase your conversions.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and it, and it's it's definitely working uh, working for us. So let's let's talk about the types of lead magnets that there are because it, it's not just a PDF information sheet. What sort of things sure. do people want?
0: Yeah, so I've seen uh, videos whether it's a videos or video series um, those, those have made great great lead mag- lead magnets in the past so maybe you've got this awesome um, 3d um, you know matterport camera view walkthrough of your of your property you could definitely use that as an opt-in to uh, be able to see the inside in this awesome 3d version opt-in for that um, other things are you know maybe some some audios depending on, on your market and what you're looking for um, audio so whether it's an interview, or um, some examples of, of um, an interview with one of the local residents or one of the local companies there. Um, the last-second deals—we've you know, already talked about that one, of course—and then checklists. I mean, checklists are easy. I mean, if you can write, um, uh, get into Microsoft Word and go one, two, three, four, five, well, for number one to ten to fill in the blanks, you've got an, an easy, um, an easy lead magnet. So, really, a lead magnet can be in any type of um, anything that's going to put the prospective guest either in the front of the line or answer questions. So it doesn't matter the medium or how it's done. So it can be a number of any of those things.
1: I have one example of, of a video there's a lady called Evelyn Gallardo and her, her property is called discovery dream Costa Rica. And I interviewed Evelyn way, well probably years ago on this podcast and I was really drawn to the videos that she had done. Now that she didn't, she, these were not used as lead magnets. They they were she just offered them as links on her website, but they could have been. And it was simple things like um, uh, you know how to be safe in Costa Rica. Having been one that went to Costa Rica for the first time a few years ago, I probably would have downloaded that uh, that information. Before I went, because, you know, I haven't been to the country, I would be interested in how to keep myself safe in, in a, um, a Central American country that I'd never been to because I had no knowledge of it. So, so yeah, videos on, that, that offer really great information. And again, it all comes down to answering the questions that the guests have.
0: Exactly. Yeah, that's that. I bet she got asked that. Or she was asked that question multiple times, um, and that's that's a great example of um, knowing your audience, knowing what questions are going through their minds, and presenting the answer right there in front of them, and mm-hmm. without them even asking. So that's that's a great example of that as well.
1: You know, earlier this year, I was talking with Mike and Andrea about you know where, where we might go on vacation next year, and Nicaragua came up, and I thought, God, oh, never been to Nicaragua. Oh, yeah. I have got no idea. Um, what that might be like and the different places you could go to. I mean, for, for, for that, if there was somebody out there who was marketing a vacation rental property in Nicaragua, there are just huge opportunities to develop information either by video or audio or, or, or checklists or whatever that could be offered um, as as a lead magnet to get them to sign up. You know, if you're in a country that that perhaps people don't often visit or, or you know that that area where a lot of people coming in are first timers then you've got mm-hmm. a huge opportunity to uh, to get your message out and to be the first one that's sharing the information so yeah lots of different types of um, of lead magnets so don't get stuck up on just having to produce a a pdf how do you create these products to make them look professional because i when you're talking about giving a product of value, the value is in the way it looks as well. Am I right?
0: Sure. Sure. Absolutely. Um, You know, I I, I would caution this. Don't spend a lot of time and resources on it just simply because, you know, it's kind of behind the scenes and once again, it is free. Okay. Most of the time they're not paying for this, this, this um, small product. So it is free. Um, Some easy ways, is to um, send you a list and your logo over to a graphic designer or uh, fiverr.com or ninety um, nine designs folks there can can really you know whether it's a, a real full time graphic designer or it is a um, you know through through fiber or ninety nine designs they can take that and kind of make it you know match your color scheme match your fonts things like that um, other other tools there's um a software called box shot at boxshot.com. Um, that's, that's a good one to kind of create those, um, images for your, your PDF or something to that effect. So both of those are, are kind of ways to go with that direction to, um, take that, take, take your, 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 your product or your list to the next level. You can, de- however, with that being said, you could definitely start off with just a list in your logo. I mean, that's, that's kind of where you can start off with. So, um, Something's better than nothing. I'll definitely say that. Something is better than nothing, especially when you're first getting started.
1: I'm a um, a great um, believer in, in software such as Canva and Get Stencil. Um, Getstencil.com. Oh, yes. Get yeah. I, I absolutely love. And they have all these templates. Templates for, you know, you can use a template for a flyer or a template for um, a PDF information sheet and just um change the colors to your brand and add your logo and you can produce something that is really professional looking yourself but then uh, I would also um endorse Fiverr.com. i um not not long ago we i I had a, a very complicated form and i that that, uh, that our owners um owners get and they used to print it off and tick the boxes it's it's a form that gives us all the information on their property. And I went to Fiverr.com, and for $19, I got a fillable PDF. And it was, <laughs> it was the best $19 I've ever spent. Um, so <laughs> you'll find somebody on Fiverr.com who can do absolutely anything.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned st- um, GetStencil.com and Canva.com. I use both those services, um, and just the names that slipped my mind. But yeah, that, those, are, those are two great um, kind of DIY or do-it-yourself versions too.
1: Yeah, a little, then very, very small learning curve. And actually, Jason, if I can do it, if I, <laughs> if I can do it, anybody can do it.
0: Um, you know, um, no offense, but you're right.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, well, something else I wanted to ask you about was, you, you, and I've sort of got hung up on this before, is when I'm thinking about doing a... Um, what I'm calling a lead magnet that I get a, a bit of a struggle on. I think, well, I could actually be producing a blog post on this. You know, this would just mm-hmm. make an ordinary blog post. So why am I doing a lead magnet instead? So uh, how can you tie in the lead magnet to other, uh, to other content on your site? I guess that's what I'm trying to say. What What's yeah, the difference you know, it's,
0: between It's funny you mention that. Um, and I'm laughing because – um, I'm kind of peel back the, the curtain here a little bit, but we actually did that. Um, we've actually done that with um, with some blog posts. So what we'll do is we'll actually put the call to action in the sidebar or as a as a slide-in box or a um, some type of, of pop-up, if you will, on the homepage. Um, and it says, for instance, you know, here's the top thing, top ten things to do as a vacation rental owner. All it does is once you actually opt in, the thank you page is the blog post. It's if, if someone Googles it or searches it on your site, they can easily find it for free, but you can just use it as a thank you page. You don't have to go through and produce it as a PDF or anything crazy like that. You can literally just link it to an existing um, blog post, especially one that's high converting or it's got lots of high traffic. So um, it's it's funny you mention that because I've done that several times where the um, the the lead magnet itself is just a blog post that we might have written 6, 8, 10, 12 months ago. You know that it was one of the questions that has always been asked.
1: I'd never thought of that because I, it's, it always seems a little bit um, sad to me that you can write fantastic content as, as blog posts and then after it goes off your sort of front page of, of list of blog posts, it's sort of gone forever unless somebody really searches around to find it but you know as the creator that you've got this awesome content and that is a great way of getting people back into the sort of the back end of your catalog, I guess.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And, and all you, you don't have to create anything, right? You, you don't have to you know, produce the PDF. You don't have to produce the checklist. You just point them to the blog post. Um, now, with that being said, you can also do the reverse. You have this awesome blog post. Just, copy it, save it as a PDF, and then offer it as a lead magnet. So you can go both ways with that. Reuse your content. Reuse your content that is already getting traffic. You know it works. So um, that, that's a – no No reason to try to reinvent something that um, you don't know if it will work. What our listeners are going to, are going to start seeing on College Blogger is um, lead magnets in the show notes. That's related to what we talked about on the show, right? I mean, that's a perfect example of how to link – going from a piece of content over to your lead magnet. I mean, th- think like for like. Okay? Yeah. If you have something that uh, people are going to be asking themselves questions or need more information while they're reading that post or, or looking at your homepage or whatever the case is, um, put it right there. I mean, just keep the conversation going.
1: The more I think about it, the more I think, you know, this is almost a no-brainer if you have this, you know, a catalogue, of lead magnets that you can you can use you can use them over and over again within a blog post or at the end of a blog post just oh just a reminder that you can go here and get this guide or get this checklist um, as long as it's sort of related to um, to the to the post itself
0: yeah absolutely you don't have to create a brand a brand new fresh off the press lead magnet for every application just keep using the ones that you have, and you know, create maybe four or five of them over time. You have to do them at once, but just over time, create them, and then just put them in, in spots where you think it's relevant to that conversation.
1: Just going back to you know, producing them and making them look look professional. Would you suggest that if somebody's doing a video, do they have to put you know, you know, a little flashy intro and outro? And if they do, is there a way of doing it easily, or can it just be just like like an, an off the off-the-cuff video
0: yeah you know i think for for most of us uh, we will get more bang for our buck with a with a pred- professionally produced video now what that means is it could just simply have a bumper and a, and a trailer on the front and back of it um what you can it could be one of those cool little digital things that like maybe your your logo comes together from all the different corners or something like that once again I designs fiverr find, find a place to do that for you um, or you can just simply do it right off. You know, mm-hmm. face the camera, present your lead magnet, turn it off. So um, and then, just use one of your um, a, a nice looking image as as the cover image. So um, it, it really just kind of depends on on what vibe you're going for and what vibe your audience resonates with.
1: Yeah, good point. I I like I just love the idea of using Fiverr.com because you can get anything done there. And and providing you provide them with all the information, and you don't ask them to be really creative beyond the technical aspects of what they're doing. You provide them with all the the logos and the color scheme and whatever, and you're just asking them to do you know, please do me um, an intro and an outro for for this video, and it needs to be you know, seven seconds, ten seconds long. Um, they will right. come up with something. Uh, don't go asking them to know what your business is because they won't. These these people are churning out these things at a <laughs> a great rate of knots. And <laughs> and really you you've got to supply them with the information because they're not going to do your thinking for you.
0: Right. Exactly. Good points there. Good points.
1: Um so what's the process? You know you've gone to um to the trouble of creating this lead magnet, this piece of information, maybe let, let's say it's a PDF. Now this is always something that I then got stalled on because I've now got it. What's the process of getting it from there to being delivered to my prospects email inbox?
0: Well, this is, um, we're kind of start taking a dive into the, the technical world. Um, but the easiest thing to do with that I have found is to either, um, inside your email so here's the process they they click on your opt-in and they put in that information or they put in the email address they put in their name by the way quick tidbit um just having a a field for a phone number and leave it and say phone number in parentheses but optional that i've seen that increase your conversion rate overall by nearly 30 percent in some instances so um if you if you have the ability to put a phone number there put a phone number there um, that way, you, a you have a phone number, but b, like I said, even if they don't fill it out, you're still getting a better conversion rate on that form.
1: Okay, you've got um, you've, you've got the opt in, and and you're asking for name, email address, and telephone number because
0: you're going to get right. conversions
1: right. out of that. Okay, what what happens after that?
0: Okay, so once they they hit enter, um, you know, typically you're. You, your software is going to direct them to what's called a thank you page where you're going to say, Hey, thanks for, um, th- thanks for completing the form. Your lead magnet is on its way. Be sure to go check your email. You know, so that's, that's the typical thank you page. Your software, your email software should then trigger an email based on that form submission to send your contact an email and says, Hey, will you just, you know, here, here is your top 10 things to do while you're in Cabo open this email and then so the email will have a link and that link will either, by the way, you do not want to send the PDF as an attachment. Don't send any attachments. <laughs> um, lots of reasons why just don't send attachments, send a link where they can click a link in the email, go view it online.
1: Okay. You've you've mentioned your software, your software a couple of times. So we talked about this in the previous um, episode we talked about the fact that to, to to create an email list you have to have some sort of software that allows those emails to be stored somewhere so let's briefly backtrack um, give me a couple of examples of software that are economical for those who 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 aren't going to have huge lists
0: sure um, my favorite is, is uh, remains to be active campaign um, active campaign is great for not only these type of automation or these type of, of needs for lead magnets and forms, but also for the automations um, things you can do with it um, based on someone's behavior. It is a uh, tremendous um, for a kind of scaled back, um, smaller, smaller type stuff. MailChimp is a good one. It's, it's a uh, free for the most part. Um, and then a-, a Weber constant contact. All those are both are all email um, sources. Like I said, I, I really enjoy active campaigns. Um, if you've got a list of under 500 people, you can get it for as low as $9 a month, you know, it's, so it's, it's really at least at the time of this recording. So it's, it's really, um, economical to have the power of a full marketing automation software, um, at your disposal.
1: And I know from, um, from my sort of foray into active campaign that there's, it, it's got quite a learn, learning curve on it, but there's so many, there's a lot of videos that will take you through step by step, all these different, um, Parts uh, of sending out this uh, this lead magnet and and setting up. Yep, that's correct. Yep. So we're going to be talking about automation, email automation, on a on a future episode in this series. Um, for now, I think um, I think that's probably um, sufficient on lead magnets. I think we've got across the, the power of uh, of a lead magnet is to to pull in those email addresses. That we really want, and we're going to talk in in future episodes about, you know, once we've got all those email addresses, what are you actually going to do to feed to continue to feed the interest?
0: Exactly, that's that's a great great point. There, we had to kind of walk or crawl before we walk, and walk before we run.
1: What else do we need to know about um, about lead magnets before we before we wrap this up?
0: You know, I think I think the biggest thing is start using them. That's that's the kind of the number one thing is to start start using them, um, and and make sure that your site is full of them, whether it's on the homepage, on individual blog posts, wherever it may be. Um, you, if you don't ask, you're not going to get the email address. So th- these these lead magnets lead magnets are a great way to kind of do subtle asks for their for their contact information. So. If you're looking for for different software to accomplish this, um, there's several of them out there. You've got Optin Monkey, Optin Monk, um, Optin Monster are all different versions. Um, I'm a fan of Thrive Leads. I think I've mentioned that before. Um, it's part of the Thrive Themes package, where you can get some really um, unique settings as far as displayability and things like that. Um, but most importantly, just start using them. Um, find find it, install it. Now, if you don't have a WordPress site, I will say that the likelihood of you being able to use a lead magnet um, drops, just simply because things like Wix and Squarespace are limited. You, you may have to use what they, you know, what they have, um, versus being able to kind of create your own and have that control with a WordPress site. So, just a little caveat there. But I, I think for, for the most part, just you know, start using it. Find find a piece of content. Look through all those questions you've been asked. Put together a list. Put your logo on it. Save it as a PDF and start using it.
1: Excellent. I've been doing a few lead magnets for Cottage Blogger, but we're also um, we're also working on lead magnets for Cottage Link Rental Management at the moment, and it's been, that's been quite interesting because it's got us really thinking about our demographic, about um, the personas that we're we're aiming at. Um, and we found that you know for different times of the year we'd be perhaps using different lead magnets. We know that in the spring there's a lot of interest in spring fishing, so, so we're producing some lead magnets on you know on, on spring fishing and the best places to go and the best lakes and that uh, that
0: that's a great example, yeah, great example.
1: And then um, just starting to create one, which uh, for, for for the winter, in fact. For ten best activities for winter in Ontario, and some of them are a little bit off the wall, because we don't have much downhill skiing because we just don't have the mountains. You know, we we have just just different things you can go and do in winter um, that we're that, that we're including. I mean, we we have a place that does um, does horse riding in you know across the snow. Just these these odd things that uh, people. One of the, one of the top questions. Um, people traveling here in Ontario when they're going out of the city is things to do so we're producing a lead magnet on things to do in the winter in Ontario and just providing some really unique stuff.
0: Yeah, that, that's great, that's fantastic um, a, a fantastic use of it.
1: Yeah, so, so really I mean anybody out there, if you're just thinking of what shall I do, well think of your area and, and do a list of 10, thing, 10 unique things to do out of season um, and just see how that works for you, because if somebody's looking for a vacation out of season, then they want to know what to do.
0: Yep, exactly. Uh, you use that information to your to your advantage, and you use that in your headlines.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I mean I mentioned secrets before, but secrets, um, unique, special, exclusive, free—you um, know—some of these words. We, we talk about creating an irresistible lead magnet. Uh, you need to use some of those irresistible words. I, I shall put those in the show notes. Um, Jason, thank you so much for, uh, for, join, yeah. for joining me again. It's always an absolute pleasure to talk with you. Next time, we're going to be talking about um, the email automation and, and, and how we can take all these email addresses that we've just got. So after these first two, um, two sessions we've had, we, we know about you know, how we should be growing our email list. And now we've got the lead magnets to create to encourage people to give us those emails and next time we'll talk about what we do with those emails so that they don't remain static and just (laughs) there is no point in collecting them if you don't actually follow up and send stuff to the people who have given you their information right
0: yep absolutely absolutely I can't wait looking forward to it
1: okay well thanks for your time Jason it's a pleasure as always
0: thanks Heather have a great day
1: Well, that was a great exploration into the world of lead magnets. And funny, I know, I, I sort of said I've, I've been immersed in doing lead magnets for, for the last few weeks. And it always, it makes me excited, um, actually, um, because I know the power of these things. Um, Jason, after we came off the call, Jason was just telling me that he, in the run-up to, in the run-up to Black Friday, He'd used an old blog post that I'd written a, lot, a fair old time ago, but it was you know sort of a high value blog post. But it would have been hidden on the site for you know unless you really searched around for it, you wouldn't find it. But leading up to Black Friday and the promotions they were doing for Black Friday and the Vacation Rental Success Summit, they put out a link to this blog post um, and and got a num got quite a lot of sign-ups to our newsletter from that one blog post. So just take a look at the content that you have on your site. And if you've got something like, you know, the 10 best activities to do on a rainy day, I mean, that's, that would make a fabulous link back to, um, for, for, for guests who are, who are looking for perhaps something in low season. And, you know, providing that you've got an opt-in form on your website, you can offer that to them uh, as a sort of lead magnet so I know this is complicated stuff and it took me a long long time to get my head around it but with with Jason's help um, I've been able to do so I mean if you are a vacation rental management a property management company um, and you're looking for some help then you to do a lot worse than contacting jason at airtightmarketing.com and and getting him to help you out he's he's been he's done a fabulous job for us at cottage link rental management so i fully endorse jason as somebody that i i really really trust to to help me and our company understand the digital marketing world and we just have to do that now we have to get in there and do this stuff uh, we, we can't rely on our listings to do it on their own anymore. Okay, that's probably enough of you hearing from me today. Um, while we've been talking, I've been jotting down some more ideas for some more lead magnets. So uh, I'm going to go off and start doing some, some creation. So thanks for listening and course as ever if you've got any questions for me personally you can drop me a note on heather at cottageblogger.com and i will respond so for now thank you so much for being with me and i'll be with you again next week
0: this episode of vacation rental success is over but don't worry heather will be back soon Want more great resources? Visit cottageblogger.com for tips, tricks, downloads, and strategies to help you achieve profit from your vacation rental business.